to the 100 Millionaires Podcast. My name is Walter Morello, and I'm hanging out with two of my millionaire friends, Mitch Jorsky, Michael Shine. Mike, bring us in. Massive income from passive income. Woohoo! And Mitch, how do we do it? You got to organize and collect. So we've been talking a lot about wealth building and how do people become successful. And today, I'd rather talk more about what we use to become successful instead of the how. You know, who, not how. We use people. Leverage people, other people's time, <laughs> other people's money, other people's time. services, other people's programs. We nice. use other people's knowledge. Everything <laughs> is in the hands of other people when it comes to making money. But there are seven distinct streams of income that millionaires all have that I want to talk about today a little bit. And I know there's one we're going to dive deeper into this week. Uh, we're probably going to dive deeper into capital gains, which is uh, stock-related, business sales, real estate sales, which uh, we're all kind of doing quite a bit right now. Although some of us are just not taking the capital gains and we're just allowing for appreciation. So setting off the gains right. in the future. So or, the, the first... Or 1031 ten, or, or, yeah, 1031. There's, there's different ways yeah. for... I made a post earlier. I was like, yeah, I... I'm all about paying taxes, but um, I don't have to. <laughs> I reinvest everything back into the assets right. so they don't require tax being paid. Taxes are only paid when you mess up, when you take money out of the system. If you keep the money in, you don't pay taxes. So the seven streams of income real quick are active income, rental income, dividend income, interest income, capital gains, profits from a business, and royalties. Mm-hmm. So... Seven fi- streams of income. Right now, you can have multiple of those streams. We have you know, people who have 50 streams, 100 streams. We have mm-hmm. people who have just seven, some have five. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, um, Gary Keller was saying in his one of his books that he had 153 um, uh, streams of income. Bananas. Bananas. I mean, Gualter's also frozen. Gualter's frozen. Oh, he's back. There he is. You can now hear me. Back. I can hear you. That's all that matters. He's back. <laughs> yeah. There was like nothing happened. We were smooth. Or it might have been uh, Kent Kinney. He was a Keller Williams agent. Do you know this guy? Ben Kinney. Ben Kinney? I don't know. He's he's like probably the top agent Keller Williams in the in the world. Obviously and he has like an amazing story. And I saw him on. But yeah. So he had like 153 because he counted every house as a stream of income. So that's know. interesting. Yeah. Well, there's that. Then I guess I got a lot of streams of income. Right. Seven categories. But. I mean, in reality, every single property is a income stream. Right. There, wow, there's the argument that every, every business you have is an income stream. Uh, some people make the argument that every client you have is an income stream. You start so. talking to your tenant like that. Listen, you're part of my business, and you're really dropping the ball right now. <laughs> Ooh, I got a property. I want to go do that. We require that you pay this amount so that we can go and pay the bank and these other things, and we can keep a little bit. <laughs> we hired you. this business, and you're not doing well, We brought job. you on. Well, we brought you into the, into the community. You, you had one job. I love that. One job. One job. <laughs> Yeah, rental income is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, you know, I used to be a huge fan of dividend income and, uh, you know, and then I looked and I started talking about, you know, capital gains more and more because capital gains were just easier to make. It just seemed like 
didn't have to pay any taxes until right. you finally went and sold, or do you just build your net worth through capital appreciation? Dividends and just reinvest those dividends and get more. If you're talking stocks, you get more stock. You just always reinvest your dividends. Not financial advice, but it is financial advice. <laughs> I mean, I guess this no. is not financial advice, but I've been told by my father since I was like wow. 20. Always, when they give you that little choice to reinvest your dividends, if you can reinvest your dividends, just reinvest them. Yeah, I messed yeah, up on that with. Uh, yeah. I've held Starbucks stock for at this point mm, 17 years, and oh, I nice. never turned that on. And I'm sure I would have way more, more shares. Of Starbucks. Shares of Starbucks, right? Yeah, it totally just kind of magically appears, like point zero percent a uh, share of Apple, you know, and you just keep. Keep ratcheting it up. Yeah, it's yep. awesome. And Tesla stock soon, soon dividends. Yeah, right. Wouldn't that be awesome? But they're too busy building factory after factory. So I'll let them. They're still in capital money. appreciation mode. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like they're going to be reinvesting into the business for some time still. For some time, yeah. They 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 said this year they were going to announce two more fact giga factories. So yeah, that is that is cool. Yelp picked up some more during the $800 crunch. And nice job. I got some in the 900s, but yeah. Oh, it's, we're back to nines now, so I may pick some yeah. more up. But I think we're actually uh, back to thousands now, but let's take Did we already make it? <laughs> well, let's see. We are, yes. We're at 1,007. If you sell right that now. stock, that would be capital gains income. Right. You that would get be whacked, capital like, gains. What'd you get whacked? Like 40%, you know, but it's. No, it depends on how much you made that year. So capital yeah, gains is oh, 20, federal. 25%? Oh, short-term, long-term. That's right. 25% is, is short-term? Short-term is... Is it up 25 Short-term is, is quite a bit. So, 20, I know that long-term is 15, but I'm not Long-term is 15. I mean, yeah, this, is why, this is why this is not oh, financial advice. way higher. You go do your own research, and uh, we'll, we'll add a little bit to, for you to... Start your search. How's that? Well, and that's what's funny. Like I used to know these rates off the top of my head because I used to do them on taxes. But then when I basically hired a badass accountant because I basically got to the point where it's like it's smart to hire an accountant. I have multiple. Neil McFadden is a badass accountant. We've been dealing with him right now because he's doing our taxes and he's he's on it. It's so good. TaxSherpa.com. TaxSherpa.com. Neil knows what he's doing. So, but you know, because of that, I don't keep up as much. You know, or if I'm going to do a transaction, I think I might get impacted by one of these rates and that's when i either look it up or reach out to my accountant but um Let's google it real quick so mike you you said you were going to share some lithium stocks with us since that's a yeah, place so, that we're all getting capital gains in well not gains yeah, so this is not financial advice but um so I've, if you've watched us at all you know that i'm upset tesla obsessed and uh and one of the things you learn when you start reviewing all this tesla stuff is that the world is battery constrained. Okay. And so for the next 10 to 20, maybe 30 years, every battery that any company produces, not just Tesla produces, will be used somewhere, either in solar backup or cars or yeah. So there's plenty of opportunity, but one of the um, chemicals that goes into batteries is lithium. And uh, after doing some research online, um, I found a bunch of lithium stocks. They actually um, get lithium out of the ground or they take it from like salt water. And um, uh, so the four that I'm invested in, Walter, you're invested in a different one. Actually, three of these are lithium. One of them is graphene, but 
uh, Siona Mining and uh, Lake Resources, which is one that we all all own, and also Lepidico, um, L-E-P-I-D-I-C-O Limited. Um, Sounds like a drug for cholesterol. <laughs> and I just, when I was talking to you guys about I wanted to talk about this, I I threw some money in, like, you know, maybe six or seven thousand dollars and thought, you know, whatever. If I double whatever. that, this is fun. Um, this is not money I was paying my mortgage with or anything like that. And um, so I bought Lake at um, uh, six cents a share. I believe it was. Didn't we say six? Yeah. It's now at a dollar fifty-one. Okay. So it's this is insane because it is. Um, it went from fun money to real money. And my thought is I I took some seller financing on the place in Roatan and I'm going to pay that in three installments. And I was actually looking at these lithium stocks today and maybe sell some of it to pay those three payments uh, so that I will own the five unit in full. And um, even though I'm going to pay taxes on this, uh, capital gains, I'm okay because if you make money, you know, you're going to have to pay taxes. But I, I really, this came from like nothing and now it's, uh, and now it's, it's real, real money. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, you're paying taxes on what is like essentially 98% house money. Yeah. And I got to connect you with that crypto lender. I'll loop you guys on an email after we get off the call. Yeah. Thank you. That's so awesome. Sionis. No, I was just going to say Siona has an A in it, S-A-Y-O-N-A, but I can... Uh, I'll tell you what, man, there's a huge difference in when you get into something because I, Lake Resources, my bigger position, I also have the Graphene one, Novonix, um, I, yeah. that's a smaller position, but even though my position in Lake, it's not as big as yours, but like it's the biggest position I have in terms of these plays, my average price is 45 cents. So like yep. it's like, sweet, I've tripled my money, but, you know... Mike, that was you missed Mike's the 10x, 10x before that. <laughs> like I 3x my money, he's 20x his money because he got in sub 10 cents, you know, six seven cents. My average price is 45. It's a huge difference. Yeah, no, I, and that's why I recommended. And and this is not uh, financial advice. I just was yeah, talking with Walter and Mitch. Just interesting. Lepidico. I was just like, well, all right, here's another lithium company, and I. Did a little research. Seemed like the CEO knows what he's talking about. That thing I bought at like three cents. So nice. You know, if you put like six, seven thousand dollars into three cents, like if that thing goes up to a dollar, big I mean, money. Wow, that's big money. So yeah, right. I mean, and we're not predicting the future. We have no idea what this exactly. You know, well, and, and the reality is, to. the majority of penny stocks are losers. Like, yes. But the ones that hit. They hit for 10, 20, 30, you know, X. And that's, you know, when people invest in penny stocks, there's people that literally just focus on penny stocks and they know like, right. like my goal is to hit on one out of 10. Cause if I do that, exactly. I'm going to be profitable because that one I hit is going to be a 20, 30, 40 bagger. The way, the way I've looked at it is if I put 10,000 into this each year or 6,000, you know, I do it with my Roth, then all I'm going to lose is if I break it across 10, the $600 that I'm going to lose on each one of those is fine. But as long like that's my bottom, I'm, I can't lose more than that $600 on that stock. But if 
one of those goes in at 10 X's, I've made back the money. If it goes anything beyond that, I've got a good return. Or it could work better than that, right? Like in the case where we went in on these lithium stocks, I've only got one, two that are down and the other ones are running up. All right. Novonix is down from my initial position. I got in late, like Mitch was saying. <laughs> core, core lithium, you crushed it on that one, right? Crushed it on core lithium, crushed it on Cyana. Crushing yeah. it on Lake. I came in like literally a couple of weeks after you or a week after you. Yeah. And uh but so don't be afraid to pay taxes if you're you know well Mitchell is not take wrong it. with taking capital gains if you know you if there's something else you want to do with the money and there's no way to basically, you know, transition it right through any of the tax advantage vehicles. It is what it is. Sometimes you know sometimes you good. pay you pay Uncle Sam and you you move on. You know, a, a few times with like um my 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 father, you know, he sold stuff and his his attorney who's like a whiz at like tax stuff and ten thirty one exchanges. Um uh you met him, uh Walter, Brendan. Brendan. Yeah, so like my dad would always say, you know, you're you're deferring those taxes when you do a ten thirty one exchange because you're kicking the can down the road. And so there's been a couple of times where you said, you know, I've had enough of this. You know, I keep looking for another deal to put another piece of property. I'm just going to just just take the money out and pay it. And then I think my dad took like the profit and just put it in the stock market, which unfortunately you can't you you, you can't take a real estate asset. Yeah, 1031 sell it. You can't 1031 into stocks, you know. So, yeah, but it's just a you really can't 1031 into crypto, even though they classify crypto as property. Right. That's why it's going to. Anyways, it would still have to be like kind, so it would I know. Have to be crypto. Yeah, crypto, it's just fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So sometimes you do say what Walter said, where you, you know, you, you figure out a way to not pay the taxes and keep playing, keeping the game, which the government likes. And other times you say, well, we've got to make a decision here, and, uh, um, and so we're just going to pay that off, you know. So. I mean, in my case with the with the Rotan property, um, I'm paying six percent interest right now, so pay that pay that down. It's not it's not bad, but that was the deal that we we brokered anyways. And six Brenda, percent's not bad, man. I, well, I've short paid term, twelve on, short on properties term, before. <laughs> short term, well, Brenda, that's an awesome rate. Brenda didn't want to have any debt on this property. She just said, I don't want to worry about filling the Airbnb or anything like that. I just want to own it. Free and clear. So sometimes it's emotional. I mean, right? You could probably take that money and invest it in something like Tesla or lithium stocks and make more money. <laughs> doesn't. There's no question about it. There's no question. Are there better places to yeah, put money? But, but, but sleep you know, at night points. <laughs> yes. And the nice thing is, if you have an ab- abundance mi- mindset, this is only a small part of your whole capital, so you don't really worry about it. You know? Yeah. So. That's right. Cool. And this goes to everybody and it goes to us. You know, we were just talking about this before the call is we are all very aware that we are all playing small. Yeah. Right? Even though oh for some people, they look at what we're doing and the investments we're making yeah. and they're like, oh, my God, it's a lot of money. But yeah. for us, we're like, yes, this is what we have at the moment. This is what we're growing to at the moment. But we've hung out in rooms, talked to people who just make us look like you know yeah. small fries. In the last couple of weeks, um People in the alchemist community have hung out with billionaires, including uh, 10x with uh, yep. Grant, Grant Cardone, and uh, and uh, I got you know, Walter and I got the opportunity to hang out with another guy online, and 
the the deals that they're making are yeah. just like it's the same deal, but it's just much, much, much bigger. And you're almost like, geez, I I didn't even get out of bed this morning. This guy's just crushing it. It's yeah, the the size of deals and the leverage that they le- they use is just that's what that's what changes the game. It's the amount of leverage they're willing to use, yeah. and the confidence that they have that it all work out, and it generally does. <laughs> yeah, but it's really, I mean, uh, not that I can speak to these big deals, but it looks to me from the outside like they they they're doing the same deal. Same deal they're we're doing, doing deal. just more so, dollars. So just instead of saying million dollars, like first some people are saying thousand. I need, uh, not need. Uh, well, they're um, saying that, but I know yeah, what you mean. I need to get you know say a hundred thousand dollars, and then there's a next level up. We say, well, I need to get a million dollars, and these guys are saying literally. I swear to God, these were the conversations. I need to get a billion dollars. That's what they're. I've of, I've of had investors. one of them tell me I won't touch a deal unless it makes at least a billion. Yeah, I, I won't even talk about it. Won't touch it unless it makes at least a billion. It's not worth my time. It doesn't get me excited. Like this is what he said this to me. I was yeah. like, Whoa. that was uh, in that book. Um, Explains why consistently every deal is a billion dollar deal. <laughs> yeah, Ramey's book, uh, "Can You Really Think and Grow Rich," which I highly recommend. He says that he was going to buy uh, Universal Studios, and uh, so the the price tag that he had was eighteen billion dollars. So he went to a lunch where he knew the guy was going to be and got a commitment from the guy for $4 billion. That was just one investor. And based on that, he got other investors, but then uh, it didn't work out. But, geez, if you can get someone to just put $4 billion into your into your deal, we, we are playing small. <laughs> we are playing You've small. You've just got to ask somebody with, you know, $20 billion to, right. to right. throw it in, like, by the way, they're on record. They're not hard to find, right? Right, right. <laughs> a warning to all billionaires: they're coming for you now after this call. And, and right, if I got to jump off. I got another uh, another okay. appointment. So, uh, if we can take us out of here, Mike. Yeah, massive income from passive income. See ya, bitch. What's your phrase, brother? Organize and collect. So we're all adding these link trees to our bio. Click the link above, below, sideways, share, like, subscribe. I'll see you on the next one. The point is not to work. It's to generate income. Cheers to your success. We have a choice. Always work. Always work. Best. Best. Peace. See you guys. Have a great day. Uh-